Welcome to the Thin Within Podcast, the show for women who want mental secrets for weight loss mastery. I'm your host, Marna Thal. I'm the owner of ThinWithin.com, and I'm here to give you the inside scoop on how to lose weight by mastering your inner game. Diets never work for me long term, and if you're like 95% of the rest of the human race, they haven't worked long term for you either. Every week, I'll give you tools, techniques, and resources you need to actually succeed in using the power of your mind to lose weight. I can't wait to teach you another mental secret, so let's dive right in. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about how to change your overeating and emotional eating habits. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, like, why me? Why do I struggle with my eating when others don't? Why do I struggle with my weight? Why did I develop this habit when others don't seem to struggle at all? Why isn't anybody else in my family struggling? Why? Why me? And I know a lot of you are struggling with many of these same questions as well. So today, I'd like to spend some time really looking at this in more depth, looking at habit formation and what you can do to really change this in three easy steps. To make sure that we are all on the same page, let's just understand and come from the same language that habits are a normal part of being human. Habits are formed because our incredible and amazing brain knows what we learn through repetition. We have a cue, then an action, then a reward, and then we repeat it. So let me tell you this again. Habits are created because there's a cue, then an action, and then a reward. And then through repetition over and over, we create a habit. So let's just take riding a bike, for example. So we may have had a cue inside of our brain like, ooh, I want to ride a bike like my older siblings or like my cousins or my friends. So with that cue, you took the action to learn how to ride your bike. And within a few repetitions and cycles, you started getting moving on your bike and you started to clap and you started to get excited. Your parents may have gotten excited for you or your grandparents and you started to feel really excited. And that's where you got the reward. And that reward allowed you the courage to then keep going again and again and again. And all of a sudden, you could ride. You practiced and you practiced and then you became comfortable with riding a bike or walking or swimming or driving or any number of things in your life. Doing something over and over again creates the skill that starts to become automatic and habituated. So today you can ride a bike without much thinking. Or when I went skiing a few years ago, it was the first time in several years that I had been skiing. And in a matter of minutes, I just had habituated that because I had skied so much as a kid that as an adult, when I got on my skis, I just knew how to ski. Everything that you do automatically like driving, remembering a phone number, memorizing the states, or your timetables like I'm doing with my son right now. All of these steps went from your conscious mind where you thought about every single step. You had to think about 
What is four times three? What are four groupings of three? You had to see that. You had to think about it. And then with repetition, it went from your conscious mind, where you consciously had to think of every detail, to your unconscious mind, where you just can quickly say 12 and became part of what you know automatically. Why do we habituate this information? Well, it does it for a really important reason. Could you imagine having to think about every single step of driving? Okay, put your hands on nine and three, put my foot on the gas, change my arms. Could you imagine all of the thinking that would go into that? It does it because if we had to consciously think of every little detail, it would make it very difficult for us to create and remember new information. So what happens is through this habituation and through habit formation, it makes our lives so much easier to take in new information. And then when that information has been repeated, then it goes to the back of our brain. So we've got lots of habits that make our life so much better. Now we also have habits that you might not like as well, that might make your life and your body and your weight a little harder for you right now. When it comes to the habit of overeating or late night eating or emotionally turning to food, these are frustrating habits that oftentimes create weight gain. And as much as you want to lose weight, you might have some habits that you've conditioned that are working against you. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about how do we recreate those habits in a new way? How do we develop new habits that make you lighter, leaner, happier, thinner? So what do you do if you want to change these habits? Many of you come to me because you're trying to change your habits using willpower or brute force, and that never worked. And you come to me after white knuckling it for so long, trying to white knuckle it with keto or intermittent fasting or cleanse, and you're like, I've tried, I've tried to avoid these foods, and then they just lead me to overeat and binge. What do I do, Marta? And I know one of the things that's happening is that instead of using brute force, instead of using willpower that never works, you're missing important things like cue formation, rewarding yourself, and the action that really aligns with your heart, your soul, your body, your mind. So instead, I want to share with you three things that will be a much better strategy to creating the life you want, creating a body you want, creating a new relationship with foods, and give you the weight loss that you've been craving. So one, you've got to bring awareness and consciousness to your unwanted habits so that it doesn't stay unconscious and unwanted, but we bring it up. We gotta bring it up and look at it. So the first thing you have to do is we've gotta bring some awareness into what's going on in your relationship with food. What's happening? Where are you overeating? When are you turning to food? What creates increased eating? What's happening at dinner time where you don't want to stop eating or after lunch or that three o'clock on period that's so difficult? What's going on? And so if we can just look at it and bring in the awareness, then we know what we're dealing with. I want you to consider 
that the reason why you may have developed a habit around overeating and emotional eating boils down to looking and dissecting your habit. What's triggering you to eat? You've got the actual act of eating or overeating or emotional eating or whatever's happening. And then you have the reward. What do you get from this overeating, this emotional eating, returning to food? There's a reason why you've done that. When you have a habit around overeating or emotional eating, your brain is still making a decision to overeat and emotionally turn to food. There's something that comes before the actual act, that actual habit. And that's the decision to turn to food. Even though I may know how to drive my car automatically, there's a decision that I make that says, okay, let's get in the car and let's drive to pick up my kids or let's drive to the store or let's drive to a friend's house. When you have a habit around overeating and emotional eating, your brain is still making that decision to overeat or emotionally turn to food or eat out of alignment with your body. You may not be aware of this actual decision, but clearly it's happening if you're overeating and you're gaining weight. I know I've told you this before, but typically we have about five to eight phrases that we use to tempt ourselves to overeat. Things like, oh, I've been so good, let's eat it. Or let's just finish it all. Or it doesn't matter, I'm not losing weight anyway. I can't lose weight, this is too hard. All of these are sentences and phrases that we use to tell ourselves that it's okay on some level to overeat. And that becomes our cue. When we start bringing in awareness in this first phase, what you can do is you can see all these reasons that you're telling yourself. In essence, you can see all the reasons that you're giving yourself that's making this overeating or emotional eating happen in the first place. What I haven't shared with many of you is that you have seven triggers of cues, but some of these are visual cues, like seeing a certain person. You may have that eating buddy or watching a certain show and you might notice, God, every time I watch this show, I just want to eat. Every time I watch Grey's Anatomy, I just want to eat some food. (laughs) And you find that there's all these reasons. There's lots of different cues that we have that trigger us to eat, that you've created a pattern and a habit around eating. When you start to pay attention and bring awareness, you start to then create a new opening to process and heal them. So the second part of this strategy, the second thing is to bring in curiosity, not criticism. We don't want to judge ourselves. You're already probably really good at judging yourself around your body and your weight. So let's not bring in judgment. Let's bring in curiosity, not criticism. What's going on? Why am I turning to food? What's happening under the surface here? Why am I making this decision to eat right now? The work we do inside of my programs is to really address this in a way that has you seeing what you're doing. And when you make the unconscious conscious, you bring in curiosity and not criticism, you begin to position yourself to really heal your weight gaining habits. So let's get back to those questions that I said at the beginning. You start to ask yourself, why me? Why do I struggle with my eating when others don't? Why do I struggle with my weight? Why did I develop this habit? Why not anyone else in my family and why me? 
Well, if we look at habit formation, the reason why me is that I've practiced this habit more often. See, when my mom was in a car accident and months later, my dad fell from a ladder putting away a wedding, I practiced eating instead of feeling. I was bored at home, so I ate. After school, I would eat. I was mad at my life, so I ate. I used food as a way to push things down, to reward myself for just a few minutes of not doing the laundry, not feeling upset about the situation, not feeling angry at being left out when my friends were hanging out and I couldn't. That was my reward. My reward for those few short minutes was not to feel unhappy, not to feel upset but to enjoy the taste of food and to feel nothing, to push my feelings down. And I repeated this over and over, like many of you are repeating your overeating and emotional eating habits over and over. And then as I got older, I practiced eating late at night in front of the TV. I practiced that over and over. I practiced not feeling my feelings and turning to food over and over and over. And yes, there's some people who don't want to practice this habit with you. They don't find overeating or emotional eating enjoyable. They don't want to turn to food for pleasurable recreation time. They're not wired that way, but I was. And this overeating, for many of you, can lead to insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, and various other things that you've heard a million times. However, Let me be the first to tell you that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that big, beautiful brain of yours. It's incredible. And so are you. So here's what I recommend. The third step in this journey is to then transform the habit. When you know what you're doing, when you start getting curious, then there's nothing to resist. We can start looking at these habits and lovingly create new habits. And we create new habits, how? By creating new cues, by recreating new actions and rewarding those actions and repeating, repeating, repeating. This is why the 30-day challenge has kicked off so many people's weight loss journeys. It's because it puts you on a loving path to begin practicing a new way to be with food that's kind, that's doable forever and ever and ever, well into your 90s. That's why it focuses you to have new cues, new actions, and then create new rewards. And that's why it gets such great accolades. That's the reason why it gets such good results for the majority of people who take the challenge. What I like to think of the challenge is this. It's a way to challenge yourself to create a new relationship with food that when you practice it over and over, it'll align you with what the naturally thin do day in and day out. In the 30-day challenge, what happens is we focus on shifting your cues, changing your actions and your thoughts, and rewarding yourself each time you take new, powerful, and positive actions. Does it get all the weight off? 
for some people, if they have five, 10 pounds to lose, but if you have more than that, then what I see is it gets the ball rolling. And that's why I have success story after success story of people sharing that it led to 20 to 85 pound weight loss results. And that's just over the last year. Just like the more you practice driving, the faster you learn to drive. The more you practice eating and thinking in a new way, the faster you're going to develop the habit of becoming naturally thin, thinking differently, aligning yourself, removing overeating and emotional eating from your life. If you'd like to walk a new path with your eating, if you'd like to create new habits because your overeating and emotional eating patterns are keeping you from losing weight and you're sick of it, join me over the month of April, some of May, where I'm going to guide you to change your habits with food. And we're going to do this by you copying what the naturally thin do, and they do not diet. You're going to copy how they think, how they eat, how they live. These naturally thin patterns of eating and thinking have transformed my life and my relationship with food, and they continue to help me transform and make adjustments. And they've helped thousands of other women do the same. I would love to help you. Doors open for the next 30-day challenge starting April 1st if you're on my wait list. I would love to have you join me where I can help you gain awareness, curiosity, create new actions, and repeat these actions over and over to create new habits in your eating. I've created this 30-day challenge very intentionally. Now listen, I didn't know how to do any of this. The Naturally Thin and loads of courses, certifications, trainings over the last 24 years has allowed me to become one of the leading experts in the non-diet mental weight loss world. I have not done it alone. I've had many mentors. I've had much trial and error. I've made loads of mistakes myself. And I'm now bringing the best of the best work that 24 years has given me. I get it. Your brain might only know one answer for your stress, for your frustration, for your feelings of loneliness and pain, and that's to eat. It might think that it's the only solution to a hard day at work, to caregiving, to working, to your marriage, to the pain you're experiencing. So if you've developed these habits, which has led you to have increased weight gain, Engineering new habits is going to be such a good solution to what you've been searching for. So I look forward to taking those of you who have the courage to join me, who are ready to say yes to themselves, ready to face their lives, ready to face your habits. I don't care who you are. You have the ability to take what is currently in your unconscious brain, take that habit and bring it to your awareness. Understand why it formed and understand how it's currently working and then learn how to change it. If you're a woman who has been enjoying this podcast and wants to have me as your coach, this is such an awesome time. You've got to join the 30-day challenge. It's a 30-day course that will teach you how to address your eating in a brand new way without deprivation so that you can lose weight, 
So join me over at thinwithin.com and you'll see a link there to get on the wait list and to join. It's time for you to create new habits, lose weight, create the relationship that you've been craving, and let's do it now.